<laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Say Report Junior. Um, how do we do a podcast that you should be listening to, subscribe to, and downloading every single week? I thought you forgot your name. I thought you were about to be like, "What's this again?" What <laughs> well, I couldn't. I was like, "There's something better to do. Like, we're supposed to do something else." Oh yeah, we gotta we gotta promote that they should be listening, podcasting, and subscribing every week. They also should be podcasting. I've been up since four fifty. God. <laughs> um. Uh, from the snowy New England where we still haven't <laughs> been able to meet because yeah, I the know. one day we were like we're gonna do this face to face, the freaking blizzard came in. And I was like, yeah, welcome back. Remember snow? I don't know. Uh. Snow doesn't happen in New Mexico, right? I mean, it did break before I left for my holiday. Oh, it was snowing that night. I that night I left, true. and I couldn't leave this. T- I couldn't leave town. <clears throat> that's uh, true. That's true. Oh, we have names. We haven't said those. Oh yet. yeah. Um, I'm <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Dale Decker, and I'm the other host, Zach Sarawick, and um, yeah. game show music. But uh, but uh, but but uh, while we were little little behind scenes here, right before this, when we were, I guess, what you would call getting warmed up, we were testing stuff audio wise. We were testing some stuff audio-wise, so we were talking before we were recording, which gave me time to poke through the boxes of game, of uh, board games that we have here in my parents' basement. Uh, and what I'm counting is one, two, three, f- at least four boxes of just excess Trivial Pursuit, like, expansion packs Those for exist? some reason over the years. Yes, but we've had these for, like, at least 20 years. Like, the one I'm, like uh, here's one that's the year in review, questions about 1992. <laughs> Uh, nice. <laughs> the silver screen edition. Uh, actually, a bigger silver screen edition. Okay. Anyway, but this is from. The, but as I, I was, actually I was have a through, really funny and embarrassing Trivial Pursuit story that I'm definitely beautiful. Going to share. We're gonna get to that. <laughs> uh, but this is from what I thought for literally every moment up until two seconds ago was called the Genius Edition, but it's not. It's the Genus Edition. Oh God! Guess um, you're not a genius. Apparently but not. At, uh... Apparently, yeah. I was too dumb to read the Trivial Pursuit box, but <laughs> I, I picked a card at random, which I'm not saying I did this now. I mean, like, while we were talking, I picked a card at random. I was like, I wonder if there's any ridiculous questions on any of these. Sure enough. Answers, yes. I have a question for you oh. from, is E, E, it's pink. I'm assuming it means entertainment. So keep so. that in mind. I this is it's... a question oh, about Entertainment. Oh god, I'm nervous. All right. Oh, dummy, don't worry. You won't get this. Oh, Uh, (laughs) I'm already. I've already lost. Perfect. Love those odds. Wait, hold on. I'm actually just reading this even more and still trying to figure out what the hell this question even means. (laughs) This is great because there's going to be someone out there. It might even be Seijin or Devin who will understand this question, and we will not. (laughs) Who was born? (laughs) What? Yeah. In 1894, and died 80 years later at the age of 39. That math don't add up, first of all. <laughs> Which means I'm assuming this is in reference to something. Wait, what? Blade Runner? I don't know. Yeah, Blade Runner. Yes, Blade Runner <laughs> died at 39. I don't. Wait, re- say it again. Okay, so, yeah, say it again. Yeah. So, who was born in 1894 and died 80 years later at the age of 39? Is it. First off, think about those numbers before you actually answer a question here, because this is the thing that threw me off as I was reading this out loud. Is it, wait, is it, is it Back to the Future themed? No. Good, okay. But I you're not sucked. far off in that, I think, I'm assuming, I have to imagine what this was, was that this actor was playing someone at the age of 39 when they died at the age of 80, yeah. which I cannot <clears throat> fathom, but sure. I don't. I. I mean, it's time travel. It's the time answer, travel ver- thing. I guess it just says the answer is Jack Benny. I don't know what any of that meant. What but the I read hell? That. Here's the thing. When I first read that, I didn't do the math in my head, and I thought it literally was just saying, "Hey, who died at 80 years old?" And I was like, "That's not a question, Trivial Pursuit. That's not a question you can ask people." <laughs> then I did the math, and I went. That's definitely not a question you can ask people. What is that supposed to mean? Yeah, did no. Jack Bet- was Jack Benny in one of the time time tra- uh, time machine adaptations? Maybe I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just was like, I hope it's not Back to the Future themed because I don't want to get it wrong. But also, no one dies in Back to the Future. No, they get so slid like... in the face. Oh crap! That's how you go out. 
<laughs> in Back to the Future. <laughs> I hate manure. That's my best. That's my best Mad Dog Tannen impression. Uh, well, because Back to the Future Three. Go watch it, kids. So save us from bad math. What was your Trivial Pursuit story? Oh, you oh it's awful. You like you might judge me. You might I mean, judge me did... and judge our friendship. I also just tried to jump us into a thing where I thought I caught Trivial Pursuit in a bad question, and then I realized that they must have been referencing something <laughs> I don't understand. Clearly, not that we just don't know through. about. Yeah. Um, all right, so <laughs> back when so this is oh god, I can't believe. Okay, <laughs> I was like I tried, I tried not to think about this, but it's so funny. So um, when I was in school, like when I was in college. Um, which was, I mean, not that long ago, but when I was in college, we used to have like trivial pursuit, trivial pursuit nights, uh, or seen it nights kind of, you know, d depending. Um, right. and I think this one was a scene. I don't remember, but it was like, you know, a trivia night and it was usually faculty against students. It was always movie edition, blah, blah, blah. So, um, since I was like, the president i was either the president or the vice president at the time i think i was the president which makes it even worse uh so i was the president of the film the ocean state film society at rhode island college and i was in charge of like reading the questions because that's the job for the president right so i go up i'm in front of all of the faculty and all of these students and i'm standing up at this podium reading questions, do, having fun, you know, keeping tally of who's doing what. And then I get a question where, and I don't remember the exact wording, but I read the name. So it was like, blah, 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 danced with Fred blank. Oh, I just hit something. Fred blank uh, in blah, blah, blah. And that word, that name that I read was Fred Astire. Oh, 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 Dale. And, <laughs> oh, Dale. <laughs> and um, for those of you who aren't there yet, it's supposed to be read as Fred Astaire. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, and everybody in the room just stared at me. I would have laughed and so hard I would not be able to breathe. <laughs> everybody was staring and then everybody started laughing. And I was like, guys, that's what it says. It's Fred Astaire. I don't know who that is. And they're like, does it and like one of my professors was like, does it maybe say Fred Astaire, Dale? And I look at it again and I was like, um, maybe. And then like <laughs> one of the students came up and he was like, I just need to see the card. And he, like, looks at it. He's like, yeah, this is Fred Astairedale. What the hell? And I'm like, I, I, I was nervous. I'm in front of I don't know what. And I'm I just, sorry, like, I just, like, if, ran away. And I was just like. the end of that story was, oh, they looked at the card and it had been misprinted. And someone had literally put ass tire on there. I would have laughed. <laughs> I would have loved no, it. I just, oh. I just, um, no, I just, like. There are times where when I read out loud, I fuck up words. It just happens. I, I, I think we all do that. From everybody. Time to time. I think everybody does it. But like that kind of uh, fuck up, if you will, is is so bad is way worse than like reading organism as orgasm or or calling your teacher mom like it's worse. It is worse to read Fred Astaire as Fred Astire in front of film professors <laughs> as the president of the film society. Oh, man. Like, simultaneously one of my proudest and one of my most terrible, like, just embarrassing moments. But I've learned from it, and I've risen from the ashes of Astire. <laughs> So, yeah. Oh, also, man. That also reminds me. And, like, I became the I became the butt of the joke all the time. Like, I don't I don't care about being the butt of the joke. Like, I was I had never seen Star Wars. 
until like you know the the until like episode seven came out so i had never seen the original trilogy i'd never seen the prequels and one of my professors would like rip into me about that to the point where in a um a recommendation letter he wrote that i had not seen star wars and i went to an interview with like the dean of the college and and (laughs) there was like there was the dean of the college and then and then um like other people there like other board members and one of them was like oh so you haven't seen star wars huh and i was like just completely thrown off and i and i just like sat there looking at them i'm like no what does that have to do with this interview and he was just like uh it was in your it was in your recommendation letter and uh i just needed i just needed to ask like you're a film student and i just could not like handle like could not handle what was going on as to yeah so that's that's always annoying it's always when someone's like yes there's like a thing it was hilarious i I, I get it like i get why it's a strange (laughs) thing also that's not like a thing that should it's not like a thing to like harp on someone about yeah i mean it was it was really really like it was funny everybody in the room started laughing like i started laughing it was a cool way to like make the room calm but i was completely thrown off by it being in my recommendation (laughs) so yeah well, good memory. Like they are good thing. memories. They actually are really good memories, but it's just they're they're <clears throat> crazy. Well, <laughs> crazy the other times. thing to put in your recommendation letter is that you never played Resident Evil up until recently. Yeah, and in... I don't think I ever. Oh, will. No. oh my God, that was fun. So I got to watch <laughs> Dale start Resident Evil on Twitch, <laughs> and it was illuminating. I would say. Because I think That's the only kind. two people watching were me and Devin, yeah. and yeah. I believe the bulk of our of our of our messages to you were Dale, open the map. Dale, open the map. Oh my God, Dale, look at look, look. I swear <laughs> to God, you have the clues. I promise you, you have the clue. Dale, please. That was the best part when I'm like, this game just like throws you in here, doesn't give you any clues, and then I like glance over at the chat, and you guys are like, it literally you, you just gave clues. you a clue. You have the clues. <laughs> Yeah. Um, like how... like the snowman versus Michael Fassbender. They gave you all the clues. How how much of the stream did you watch? Um, I think and somewhere in the middle of it, I I was like moving rooms or something, so I didn't see it. But I definitely caught like the very <laughs> end of it and parts in the beginning. Okay. So I'm trying to remember exactly where. Like you were already in the police station. Yeah. Yeah. When I started watching, and then. Um, I got I the first where you medallion. Stopped. I forget where you stopped. So I got the first medallion. Oh, I stopped in the library-ish room. Mm-hmm. Because that's where I got killed. Because <laughs> you fall, because uh, you fall yeah. through the floor. You're about right. to go through that door, and you fall through the floor. Mm-hmm. And then I tried to stab someone, and I tried to shoot people, and I just got killed. Yep. Yep, yeah, that sounds about right. So, so but but watching that, it, it actually it made me think of something. Okay. And this is not about me about to make fun of you. I swear to God. I mean, if it is, <laughs> it's fine. It's just well, what it was was like I was thinking about me and Devin, and they're like, "You've got the clues. You've got the answers. They're all right there. We swear <laughs> to God, don't." And all I was thinking is, "Oh my God, is this game only playable by people who have actually played Resident Evil games before?" No, I just because <laughs> I don't well, think so. Well, because what I was thinking was, like, every puzzle in that game has a solution handed to you in one way or another. Yeah. You just have to find it is yeah. the thing. Yeah. But there are things that will, like, there are notes and there are notebooks and there are pictures that will always basically tell you this is the solution to the puzzle. Yeah. And so, like, you kind of expect there's there's kind of like an expectation that if you come across something that you don't know the answer to, you'll walk away from it and come back later when you do have the answer. Yeah. But it's not like the game ever tells you, hey, don't worry, we got you. Yeah. Well, it's it's weird. So the reason, like I say, I'm never going to play Resident Evil again. Honestly, the only way I'll probably ever play Resident Evil again is on stream. And it's it's just because, like, when you're streaming, you're you're looking at 
I mean, for me, when you are streaming a game, you are looking at the game differently. You're interacting with the game differently, I feel. Um, because like, you know, people are watching you, you know, or, or absolutely, you know, that someone could watch you, you know? Um, so like for me playing resident evil is better to play on stream because I'm making jokes. I'm, I'm, you know, not taking it as seriously as I would be if I was just like playing it on my own, you know? And I don't like horror games. I really don't. I, I don't. You know, I don't like horror in general. I mean, I will watch some, like, thrilling movies or anything. It's not gore. It's just... I also really don't like zombies. I've never liked zombies. Zombies freak me out. <laughs> see, for me, zombies cartoons. are just... See, for me, zombies are just boring at this point. Well, yeah, but. that too. But, like, I like... I mean, people people make fun of me for this. I like World War Z. I like that movie. I like Warm Bodies. I like I think, those well, movies. Warm Bodies, Warm Bodies like, is excellent. World yeah. War Z is much more action based, I would say. Yeah. Than, but like, than, but that's also why I like the Resident, like the Resident Evil movies, are just like way too out of like they're so far left field <laughs> from what those games actually are, mm. except for like five and six. Yeah, but like, um, but like, that, if you... I like those very much. But yeah, not but... because they're zombie things, but because I like to watch those and go like, yeah. what the hell yeah. is going on in this movie? No, I just I never got behind the zombie kick, and it it could be because like I might have shared the story, but when I was a kid, Devin was watching Shaun of the Dead, and I didn't in my head it didn't click that it was a um like a joke. It didn't it didn't click in my head that it was a parody movie, um so I was terrified of it. And to the point where I would have dreams about zombies, I would, like, not want to have my back towards our back door because I didn't want zombies to come in. Like, I was terrified of zombies because of Shaun of the Dead. It was only until later that I realized it was a comedy movie (laughs) that I was like, oh, okay, but zombies still freak me out. Like, it's, I don't want, I don't want any of that. Vampires? Cool. Zombies? Nah. (laughs) But I can play House of the Dead. <laughs> House of the Dead has some of the best, some of the best bad voice acting in video yeah, games. It's great, which helps. But no, it's just um, like the, my main issue. If you can, I, yeah, it, my main issue with uh, Resident Evil was not even the zombies, not even like the scare um, tactics or anything like that, because. I mean, like I said, on stream, fun. Those are fun things to interact with, you know? But I, I don't like survival horror. I don't like needing to, like... Worry about worry. the number of bullets yes. you're shooting and worry yes. about... Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I like games where you can just, like, pick up, you know... You, you can go to the same spot and get ammo and you can you can get ammo from killing you know adventure games like adventure games or action games like destiny or um you know um horizon zero dawn you know you can you get you get stuff by killing things right that's true yes you the reward for killing stuff is not now i get to leave anything. the room without dying yeah <laughs> you don't get anything for killing a zombie also the zombies don't fucking die <laughs> That's also another thing. Yes. So it was so funny because I watched you get the knife. And I remember the exact moment you got the knife on that stream and you went, holy shit, it, I don't get to just keep this? Yeah. And it's because that was um, – I don't know how much of this was a reaction to it, but I, I like – I imagine some of this was was the response to the knife-only runs of Resident Evil that had become very popular. Uh, the original oh, game no, was you got, you got a knife, like just standard, because – like as members of the the military or the 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 stars group that you were part of, uh, Jill Valentine and Chris Redfield started with knives, uh-huh. or you could find knives. And so there are people that like run Resident Evil only ever with a knife. Same with Resident Evil Four, okay. only ever with a knife. But the idea that Resident Evil Two was like, oh, you want to you want to do your knife only run? Too bad because yeah. it's going to be weak as hell and it's only going to be used to stab things in the throat so they don't kill you. Mm. That's your only option. Well, yeah, and it's like you don't if you don't kill them, you don't get it back. 
Nope. <laughs> and that I don't know if you saw the guy who followed me. The the zombie who yeah. followed me. I'm gonna guess you didn't meet Mr. X. But... No, I have not met Mr. X. <laughs> no, you did X. not get that far. I did not get that, that far. far. So basically, <laughs> uh, this was another uh... like the the whole issue of like zombies not dying. I want to know the things I've killed are dead. I want to know that I don't need to worry about them anymore. And actually, it kind of ties into um, the game that I finished over the weekend, which is Blossom Tales, The Sleeping King, or I think is what it's called. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just call it Blossom Tales. That's what everybody, That's the only that's one. That's what everybody well. knows it as. So, yeah. Um, like, I actually was able to have, like, some comparisons between the two because both of them are puzzle games, right? Both of Ultimately, them. Ultimately, yes. I mean, yes, you're right. That's yes. exactly what they like, are. Like, Blossom Tales, it's all about puzzles. It is all about puzzles, but they're all puzzles in one room. Like, you don't have to leave and then come back. Whereas in Resident Evil, you do have, like you said, it, it everything is solvable and everything is given to you. You just need to find it, which I don't usually have a problem with. Except that sometimes you go back in the room and the things you killed are back, are back. And trying to kill you. Exactly. So <laughs> or it's like... stronger things have shown up in their place, which yes. is another thing that can happen. Yeah. No, that's bull. That is bull to me. <laughs> that is not fun for Dale. That's not fun. Because so I uh, <laughs> I will explain to you what happened because it sucked. The so you you solve the. We have not given any background. Play Resident Evil if you want to know what's happening. Um, yeah, I mean, play, they gotta, it's play, a zombie game, and it's, it's, it's game. hard. There's not that much to talk about yeah. right now. And you solve some puzzles. So I solved the, the Leon desk puzzle. Yes, I heard about that. <laughs> and uh, which I guess I saw. I basically solved one of the locks on, an, on a guess. Yes, because um, what they wanted you to do was kill the guy who was still sleeping at it, who was still dead at his desk. Yeah. He would pop up as a zombie, and when you kill him, his nameplate inexplicably falls out of him somehow, oh, and really? it's just on the floor. Oh, I yeah. could not find I mean, his nameplate. You don't nameplate. notice it. Yeah, see, the whole, the whole thing is after you kill him, like, there's just his nameplate is on the ground, which I'm assuming is supposed to be that he was, like, laying on top of it, but... Yeah. I don't know. I did that puzzle twice because I did two playthroughs of that game, and I don't think I don't think that thing exists until he falls on the ground just as a model in the game. Jeez. So I like to imagine it fell out of him somehow. Yeah, no, I I never saw it, and like you, um, well, I don't want to give the answer away, but like I got I like was just ruffling through the num the letters to see what letters were available, like because I learned that by doing an escape room. Yeah, I mean, there's only there's only six, so if you have yeah. the other two, it's not like you're sitting there for hours trying to brute force a exactly. three-digit combination. Yeah. But so so I got I I hit the first two, and I was just like I just stopped on them, like not knowing that they were the letters, and then I just guessed the last le like a hundred percent guessed the last letter, and it opened, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> um. What I'm learning is I do want you. As a partner in a zombie apocalypse, <laughs> regardless, I don't you're know. Apparently, apparently, you're really good at just game theory by accident. So. Um, yeah, pretty much. Um, but so then there's that zombie in the like chief's office or whatever, right? Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. I have to so. remember which one you did because the other thing to that. Again, very quick background on this game. There are two key playable characters in this game, Leon and Claire. Oh, and I they're started actually, Claire. Yeah, and I then my original is Leon. There are actually rooms and keys that you only get as one or the other. Oh, okay, that's cool. So See, that's the cool. um, like, so like the chief's office, credit. you don't get into the chief's office. Um, in in Leon's playthrough. Oh, okay. Because you don't get the heart key to open the door or whatever. <laughs> I mean, I think Never it's know. the chief's office. One of the one of the offices. It's, but anyway. It's, but basically, you do the Leon desk. Uh huh. Um, puzzle. So I figured out that, and then I got it, and then I like saw that room, and I was like, oh, I'll go in here, see if there's anything there. Zombie. Cool. All right. Zombie comes up to me. I stab it with my knife, and then I shoot it two times, and he falls to the ground, and I get my knife back, and I'm like. Cool, this guy's dead. All right, moving on. Then I turn around and he stands up again because yeah. this game hates me 
and hates everybody who plays well, it. Well, I mean, a big I, I, a big thing to it again was like reaction to the first Resident Evil, and also by the time Resident Evil Two comes out, it's 1998. The original came out, mm. and so like, you know, zombies are big, yeah, and people like kind of know the quote unquote rules. And so I think a lot of Resident Evil 2 was just, fuck whatever rules we've created for zombies, we're just doing our own thing. Well, that's like... Which is why things like when you you message, like, my character keeps getting bitten and I haven't turned into a zombie. It's like, yeah, that's because the game is not going to turn your character into a zombie, yeah. except for story <laughs> reasons. But... Well, it's also like, I, I, was, I was running through and, like, every... It was it was turning out that every time I shot a zombie twice in the head, it would be dead forever. So I'm like, okay, that's the way you kill these. So I was starting to do that, and then it stopped working. And I was like, all right, what the hell? Yeah, I think it's picking at random which ones will come back yeah. to life. Uh, there was like a specific one where literally their head explodes, and, and then they are alive. definitely dead. Yeah, I and just... those ones are definitely dead. But there are others that like you can shoot two or three times in the head, they drop down, and they just never come back. And I think literally the game is deciding at random sometimes to be like, this one's going to come back to life on you now because like, you've re-entered the room so many times or some other shit. Which brings me to the point later on. Hold on. So, because that, <laughs> that, that right there gets me. That gets on my nerves because I don't want my games thinking. I don't want my games thinking. I don't I need my sentient games. Them. I want them submissive. I want, them <laughs> I want there to be structure. No. So so anyway, so the, the zombie comes back up, and I stab him with my knife again, and I'm out of bullets. So I'm like, don't have my knife. Cool. Going on. And then like I start running around the office trying to find more bullets like dodging the zombie and then I eventually leave the office. I'm like, I'll just leave him in there. He can't get out. It's fine. He's not going to follow me. And then he fucking follows me yeah, down like about that. two hallways. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, I left your area. You don't get to follow me. <laughs> you don't get to follow me. Some of this is also, I think, changed from even the original from 1998, um, because again, people like they 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 knew people were going to go in kind of knowing how to play this game, yeah. so they changed so many things to mess with you. A big part of that, and what you're talking about, is to probably compensate for the fact that it's no longer a game with tank controls, which means for anybody who doesn't know what tank control means, um, if you want to stop and aim, you have to literally stop. You cannot run and gun in a game with tank controls. Mm -hmm. The other thing is that it doesn't matter. Uh, usually there's a fixed camera from like a specific angle in a room and your character moves based on where your character is facing. It has nothing to do with the orientation of the camera, which means that if you hit forward, your character will always move forward relative to like their own position it has nothing to do with the camera itself. Yeah. Um, which the game's, the original Resident Evil, Silent Hill did this. They would use those for jump scares, basically. It was, you walk into a room and think that you're alone because there's nothing on screen, and then something would come shambling up from an angle that the camera is facing. <laughs> and so, like, to compensate for all of this stuff by making it just an over-the-shoulder, regular third-person game, they need to do things like, well, if you can see the zombies all the time, we have to make them harder to kill and, like, yeah. We have to be able to get them to break through windows and doors and all this other stuff. So, <laughs> which also was killing Devin as he was watching because I had boards. Yeah, and I was not boarding up windows because I did not think about it. And again, I think there's <laughs> like a note it, you can pick up at some point. It. That's there's also like a note at some point you can pick up. That's like, hey, if you board the windows, that's the thing. Yeah. But you have to find the note first. Yeah. Is the thing. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I just, I just, it's not. It's not like a fun game. Like the idea, like you and like you and Devin. I don't know if you've been playing it because I know you've been preoccupied. I haven't. With Kingdom Hearts yeah, I haven't. Three re, and whatnot, I haven't but, downloaded it yet, but I plan to. Yeah. Like I played through the first. I played my first did run with Leon, and then I did the second run with Claire, and then I removed the thing so I had space on my PlayStation. And then they were like, "Oh, by the way, free DLC coming yeah. in February." Yeah. And also, it's really fun to replay this game. <sighs> yeah. No, I just like. I could never just, oh, I got nothing to do. Let's play Resident Evil. Like, earlier today, Devin and I were sitting at our respective stations for video games, 
And I played through one of my favorite games, Abzu, for like the third time because it's really short and you can just do it in like a half hour. And he was playing Resident Evil and I'm like, I could, I'd never want to do that. That does not sound fun. That does not sound entertainment, like entertaining. It's just like, not, I mean, it, it's, an, it gives, it's not that it gives me anxiety, but just running around and not knowing if if things are dead i just i don't like it i don't like how it makes me feel there's a certain amount of randomization <laughs> you don't like that just doesn't work yeah, for you yeah exactly like there's just like there's there's a certain amount that you want to feel like you're controlling as you go through yeah. and I, it's totally understandable yeah. there's plenty of games that like that totally thrive on that idea well uh, i mean cause, yeah and it's again like i've never really had i've never played survival games or survival horror games or you know because they've never interest me like you know i see commercials for them and i'm like no i don't care about this i want nothing to do with this that does not fun sound fun <laughs> yeah, that's, um that's fair but that's um, totally but, fair but like i said <clears throat> if i were streaming it then it feels different then like at least i'm entertaining people by the way i'm playing because that, that also becomes like a weird aspect of like yeah. watching the bad horror movie with a group of friends exactly. type of thing exactly and also it gets situations where you're trying to play the game and you've got voices on your shoulder like what are you doing what are you doing don't go that way yeah. hey come on turn yeah. around yeah. <laughs> which also i was playing in uh the noir yeah, what the, yeah that, so, that probably didn't help that it's like, oh, I, oh well, by the way, it's also in black and white, which is not helping the situation. So, so I was talking to Devin about this, too, and uh, it actually somehow made it better for me because of how comfortable in noir, um, like, feeling the I don't know how to phrase that I am so comfortable with the feeling of noir um because I love film noir and I love the lighting of film noir I love the lighting of any like you know photography that's that shot in that that you know sense um my favorite levels in uh Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions are with Spider-Man noir um, like I get used, I, I've gotten used to the dark, the shadows, like working with shadows right? in that noir feeling. So I'm like, all right, I love noir. This playing it in a noir feel is going to make the game better for me because it has an element that I absolutely love. And it will it will just make the gameplay way better. And I also don't have to look at zombies in color. <laughs> um, so that's a plus. Also, Claire looks badass. She does. That she outfit is great. Looks badass. Um, for anybody that never saw the um, Halloween 2018 reboot, uh, one of the things with the the final girl Laurie Strode's like granddaughter, who's like the main character in that, mm. uh, she goes to a Halloween party with her boyfriend as Bonnie and Clyde, but gender swapped. So she is in oh, wow. dressed okay. as, nice. so she's the one dressed as Clyde. She's wearing basically that outfit yeah. for like the last third of the movie. And it's, it's great. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's a great it's, outfit. So, but I'm like, I, as I'm playing through in, I mean, you're basically playing in darkness. Like you have the flashlight and it only shines in front of you and it only shines where you shine the flashlight. It, it also, nothing to the side I, is lit up. I also don't. I imagine it also doesn't change the fact that the flashlight is not a button specific thing. Yeah, no. It is when the character decides it's dark enough to pull the flashlight yep. out. Yeah. <laughs> so, but Devin was like, "No, I was scared. Like it, it actually scared me watching you because, and I know the game. I know the game, and I it was scared. Things were still scaring me, and I'm like, yeah. I just, you know, I heard them. I knew they were gonna be somewhere." And I knew they were going to be in the darkness, so I just shined my flashlight there, kind of. And he was like, it's it's crazy and cool that the noir filter made that game better for you. I don't know why. I mean, I do know why. Like I said, I love, I love that feeling. It's just, that's how backwards my mind works sometimes. Should really, if you ever <laughs> want to try and get into another horror game, just in general, just like have that feeling. I know you won't. You should try out any, um, there's... 
two Cthulhu games that have come out, or one of that okay. definitely came out. Another one might not be out yet, but because one is based on like the like Call of Cthulhu like tabletop game, which I don't think has not come out yet. But yeah. last year there was definitely a Cthulhu game, and I don't remember the name of it. But those are very much like noir cosmic horror stuff wow. going on. Um, I know that the the one that's coming out that's based on the tabletop game is supposed to be very interesting because there's like a whole aspect of you being a detective in this world in which like fish people exist and also like giant cosmic gods of death might be. (laughs) But but the one that came out, the best part about it is that it takes place in like a New England town and everybody's got really bad accents for it. Beautiful. That's awesome. (laughs) See, like I love that. Um, I do need to say again, my mind is backwards. Sea horror, like anything that is that has to do with scary things in the ocean, I am all about. Okay, so you probably love this. I forget I... what they're called, but like there are people. It's this whole idea that like people have become started to become like one with the ocean in a way. So like yeah, you've got people awesome. who have like barnacles and tentacles like stuck to them in weird yep. places. Yeah, yeah, no, that that <laughs> sounds like I would play that all day long. That. I don't know why, but, like, anything with the ocean being freaky, I love the ocean. Like, I love the idea of the ocean. I love the idea of things that we haven't found in the ocean yet. Anything with that, like, the trench scene Mm. in Aquaman is my favorite sequence. Do you want to know something great, then? Because I heard some quick news. Yes. Yeah, I know. I heard it. I'm so excited. Because, seriously, like, the trench, as soon as that first one shows up, I'm like, I was like, yes! (laughs) Like, I am ready for this. Um, Yeah, no, anything with scary ocean dwellers, I am there. Anything with zombies, get away from me. Um, But, yeah, I don't. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you had fun doing that. I have been steeped in disney anime bullshit for (laughs) (laughs) oh have you have you i don't know what you're talking about i haven't texted you with crazy crazy confusing questions about what the hell is going on in this universe that i can't answer i fell so i fell so far i fell so far into it dale i don't know what happened (laughs) i'm listening literally listening to a podcast to help me understand the fucking story that is going on right now The second that someone was like, oh, did you know that there's, like, literal... There's two. There's two, at least, going from from game to game. I'm sure there's more, but there's two that I know of. One is called Gut It Memorized. That's the one I'm listening to, and it's great. It's these two guys guys that have played it, uh, that, like, have played most of the games. They haven't even played all of them. They've played most of the games. They've, like, understand what's going on, and so they're literally going, like, piece by piece through every game. So, like... Kingdom Hearts 1 was like, here's everything that happens on Destiny Islands for an episode. And then the next episode, and here's everything that happens in Traverse Town. Next episode, here's everything. I was like, oh, thank God. A step-by-step guide through all of this. This is perfect. Uh, The other one is called Kingdom Smarts, which is just a great name. Yes. Yes, it is. (laughs) And that one is um, this woman who has, like, intricate knowledge of the Kingdom Hearts world, and then her friend has no idea what the hell is going on, and so she's explaining it to him step by step. But, like, the the second I was like, oh, recap podcast? I love recap podcast. Give me that. mm, Feed it to me, because I need (laughs) to know. I'm playing through Kingdom Hearts 3 at a point where I skipped, like, three games. I got to I I got to that point in Kingdom Hearts 2 where I couldn't get through a boss fight and I went screw it just tell me what happens for the rest of this game. Then I started playing Birth by Sleep and about 2 hours or 3 hours into Birth by Sleep I went I really just want to start Kingdom Hearts 3 now and I skipped everything else. So yes. like so that's like 3 games I have no idea what happened. I'm just relying on the fact that I keep getting through osmosis what hap- what like what's supposed to be going on. <laughs> Oh my god, that's fantastic. Oh, oh that man, I cannot believe you, Kingdom Hearts. I cannot believe the type of things. Like, in any other franchise, there should be people who are able to play Kingdom Hearts 1, 
Kingdom Hearts 2 and Kingdom Hearts 3 and understand it. And everything else should just be icing on the cake. And instead, there is no way that you even understand what's going on in Kingdom Hearts 2 without at least two other games. There's no idea, there's no way you understand what's going on in Kingdom Hearts 3 without two other games. There's entire characters showing up that you would have no idea why anybody cares about them unless you knew what happened in other games. So it's... uh... Captain America Civil War, the Kinda. video game. <laughs> Basically, yes, that's exactly right. Kingdom Hearts yeah. 3 is the Captain America Civil War of the entire <laughs> franchise. Because not, almost nothing would make sense oh, without any of Oh my god. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> There's an entire trio of characters oh, that only shows up in a side game. And literally finding like all three of them is an intricate part of this story. Oh, oh my god! And if you never played, if you straight from Kingdom Hearts two to now, first off, you would have waited sixteen years. Then yeah. <laughs> you yep. would have a bunch of people being like, "We're gonna go find Aqua and Terra." Like, great, Mickey. Who are those? Why do I give a shit? <laughs> You're Mickey. Oh, man, I've heard a lot of Mickey impressions, and also whoever's doing their Mickey impression for Kingdom Hearts, because it's definitely not whoever voices Mickey on a regular basis. No. Oh. Oh, my God. I just, like, I don't want to give away anything, but the texts that you have been sending me about the worlds... Oh, my God. ...have, like, just... No. What? Yeah. Without getting to, without getting spoilery about anything, there's a couple of things about the worlds I want to get into because this is like blowing my mind. First of all, there has only been one 2D animated Disney world in the entire game. Everything else is either CGI. There's a couple mm-hmm. of Pixar, and then there's a they go back to pirates from Kingdom from Kingdom Hearts two. Yeah. So like the fact that there's only one 2D animated like Disney movie involved in this game, which has weirdly been in i think every single kingdom hearts game at one point or another i don't know why i'm just gonna it's the first one you go to and it's not really a spoiler if you played it before for some reason you go to olympus in every game with hercules (laughs) hercules is not that popular a character (laughs) and yet for some reason i love hercules i love hercules too but for some (laughs) reason hercules and olympus literally show up in every Every single game in some capacity and it's usually the first world you go to i don't know why they decided that hercules was going to be the guy they hung their whole franchise on for this for some reason because he can go the distance zach i guess except they never say that because the other thing is that they're not allowed to use a lot of disney music (laughs) well excuse me yeah no we're gonna talk about yeah so here's the thing they're not up until kingdom hearts 3 I think Birth by Sleep had some background music and there was a little bit of part of your world for like two seconds in Kingdom Hearts 2. But other than that, there has been almost no Disney music in any of these games. Because part of their whole deal with Disney was that they got certain characters and they got to do certain things with certain characters, but they were basically not allowed to touch the music at all. Well, yeah, which makes sense. I mean, Disney music is like this weird sacred thing yeah. that like isn't really that sacred anymore but <laughs> like it's it's really sacred until you hit frozen where it's too popular Bullshit. to be sacred ugh ugh <laughs> ugh. <laughs> ugh you got stuck with two of them ugh. you got two of them you got the entire here's the other thing i'm pretty certain they either here's the thing too. here's oh. the thing because it's Square Enix and Square Enix loves to waste money. So one of the biggest jokes about Square Enix is that they build a brand new set of tools and a brand new engine to build their video games on every time, which is why every game takes forever to come out. Mm. Um, like the Final Fantasy VII remake has been in the works forever because they keep deciding, you know what, this doesn't look good enough. We scrapped the entire thing and started over with a brand new set of tools that will make it look even better. (laughs) And like Kingdom Hearts 3, Kingdom Hearts 3 got, one of the reasons it got delayed was because Final Fantasy 15 came out. Same guy that like makes all the the Kingdom Hearts games, runs their Final Fantasy side of things. And so like that Final Fantasy 15 was supposed to be like a spinoff of Final Fantasy 13. And then they went, you know what? 
actually, we want this to look better, so we're going to start from scratch, and also, that's going to push Kingdom Hearts 3 another 10 years. Because <laughs> yeah, we need to crazy. remake all of 15 first from the ground up. I mean, to it, like, the, the little that I've seen of Kingdom Hearts 3, it looks beautiful. Oh, it looks great. Like, it looks real great when you yeah. get to Pirate's Land. But it looks, but it looks great overall, especially after playing the um the collection of all the older mm. games. Like even with those HD remakes, it looks ten times even better than those, which it should, <clears throat> yeah. because there's never been a Kingdom Hearts game that came out on like PS3 or Xbox One. Like they they think this one came out on Xbox One, but like they completely skipped like two or three console generations at this point. Like everything came out for PS the the Kingdom Hearts one and two came out for uh came out for ps2 mm -hmm. and then all of the side games came out for like gba and ds and psp and all this stuff they have so it's been years since they've been on like a regular console yeah so it looks great Man. but i'm pretty like they they get to the part in frozen land and they basically do frozen the entire land. sequence of let it go arendelle but like frozen uh, land no frozen land is perfect we don't, but like ugh. frozen planet because they're supposedly planets. It's a whole <laughs> yeah. other thing. Yep. They planets are they countries? We don't really know. Why are, are they maybe all on the same Earth? No, no, they're on separate planets. Oh my God! It doesn't explain anything. I don't know Jesus. if I don't know if I like Monstropolis is on oh the same planet as Frozen Land or on the same planet as Pirates because these are all Earth areas in things. That's insane. Uh, Did we but, talk yeah. about how like it it kind of bothers me that Toy Story is in Kingdom Hearts? We have a little bit. It bothers me less because honestly, it makes as much sense as anything else. In fact, I mean, yeah, but like it, it's technically not a Disney movie. Well, neither is neither, <laughs> neither is Monsters, Monsters Inc. And guess Inc. what? Monstropolis is I there. I know, but like um, that like bothers me. I have. We're gonna talk about that in a second. I I actually have an idea about that. Okay, but. Uh, yeah, so they get to, in Frozen Land. You get, you get like the whole, almost all of Let It Go. You get like the whole thing where she's running up the mountain and she's creating the palace and all of that. You get the whole grand sequence while she's singing this, interspersed with shots of <laughs> Sora and Donald and Goofy running around in the snow, oh like, God. oh, what's going on? <laughs> and That's the best thing is that it's hard for it's hard to tell because with the Move to all of the CGI movies. Mm. It is harder and harder to basically be like, oh, this is not the movie. Like, it looks too good. It looks so good that it matches up with the movie pretty well. So, like, I can't tell you if they just the use movie. shots from the movie or if they sat someone down and said, hey, copy this sequence <laughs> from the movie into the game so it all matches. Did you... It's so I, and then, like, I, like, and I'm talking about in Pirates World, where that's everything's live action. They definitely made someone sit down and say, "Hey, this yeah. needs to match up with our 3D animated video game." So yeah. just frame by frame, copy a bunch of scenes from Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End into this <laughs> into this is video it, game. It's specifically at World's End. Yes, that's it is specifically insane. scenes and stories from At World's End that they are doing, but. Because think of it this way. Do you remember how when At World's End came out and everybody went, that's kind of a confusing and crazy way to end this trilogy? Yeah, I don't think I ever. Hey. I, I don't know if I saw it. So kind of. take that, but then just start cutting <laughs> scenes from it yeah, because they're just going to pop. Because the thing <laughs> that Jeez. Kingdom Hearts does is when you go to a planet, they just have you play through. I think I've just talked about this before. They just have you play through the story of the movie, mm -hmm. but then like also Heartless are involved somehow. Yeah. So they so first off they skipped a movie. That's the best part is that pirates is that when you go to Pirates Land in Kingdom Hearts two, it's the Curse of the Black Pearl that you're playing through. You're best. playing through the original one. Yeah. But then in the next game it's oh yeah, we skipped that middle movie that had all of the convoluted plotting that explains what everybody's doing in, in Pirates Three. So you just show up and everybody's backstabbing each other. Everybody's trying to kill each other. You, their characters make no sense because oh they've just God. showed up. <clears throat> and, just... Then, and then they start cutting most of that because they want you to get through this two-hour movie in, like, 45 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> so, like... Oh, man. I just I don't understand anything that is going on. <laughs> oh, God. I'm trying to. That's why I'm 
listening to podcasts about it and oh playing God. this game. I just, uh. <clears throat> there was something I was gonna. Oh, there was something I was gonna say, and I don't remember. Oh, don't they? Sometimes they just continue on with the story too. They don't actually so, like do the whole movie, which right. I've which heard is, is better. <laughs> it is. It's better because it makes it starts to make more sense. Like yeah. literally, the Toy Story world is not any of the Toy Story movies. Yeah. It is just an original story they put together. Okay, so that I and actually doesn't and bother actually, me as much. Um, but... uh, Monsters Inc. is the same way. You yeah. show up and it's just like, hey, like they have already, you know, started converting the factory into a laugh into factory a laugh instead, factory. and like you, like yeah. that's actually part of the whole reason you're there is, but like. They they're like oh this play, like the bad guys are like well we need negative emotions and so we need this which by the way is great because that means that the bad guys in Monsters Inc World are actually bad guys from Birth by Sleep which would make no sense to anybody who never played Birth by Sleep <laughs> <laughs> a random side game <laughs> oh my god <sighs> um oh the other thing I was gonna say is they're apparently in the Frozen um like part of it there is a moment with Elsa that there is a Arnold uh, watermark on her. There's a what now? A watermark. Like, uh, it says Arnold. Hmm. Uh, I did not see that, but I'll I'll, have to look. I'll I'll send you the tweet. And it was because they couldn't get the rights or something for the image. Or... That someone was like, I need to create this skin and just like pull the image yeah. off of the what? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Huh. I don't. I gotta read the tweet again because it didn't quite make sense. But um, I read it fast. But I, I gotta send you the tweet. God. But apparently there is a moment where there is a watermark of Arnold across her arm. And sounds like, like body. Sounds like somebody was like really desperate to get a scene thrown together. Yep. It's like I don't have the angle I need yep. to figure out. How to, yep. <laughs> God. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, just, my God. This oh. whole thing is crazy. So the thing with the Toy Story world and the Monsters Inc. world and any of the worlds where they're – I mean, this happens with all of the worlds, but especially the ones where they're just doing, like, original stories with it. Like, there is, like, a theme going through all of these things where it's like we want to make sure, despite the fact it's been, you know, 30 freaking years of video games now, and Sora has been doing this, like, consecutively for three games – we have to really keep like re- re- really hitting the fact that like having a heart is important and your friends are important yeah. and love is important and so like every story just re re <laughs> just like uh, gets them reinvested in the same exact themes yeah. over and over and over. Uh, <laughs> so like the Toy Story one is all about like we'll get into it if we when we're trying to put a stream together of this so we'll we'll get into it more when we go into that but like the told the whole point of the toy story arc is that like woody really wants everybody to, to like uh stay together and we're friends and we can trust each other and buzz is like eh, i really want to protect my friends and by doing that i'm going to not trust these other people and yeah. so he ends up having darkness in his heart because of uh... it but what? it's all out of love. But it's all out of love, oh and god. so you're able to save him. It's oh like, god. oh god, yeah, that's what all of the every story. Like the whole reason they used at World's End for Pirates World is because of the whole conceit that Davy Jones' heart is mm-hmm. inside a chest. And yep. so they were like, you've got all of these Organization Thirteen people who were like, oh, how does someone live without a heart? But their heart's separate from their body, and yet he still lives and does this. This is important to us and like to Sora. It's like, yeah, but having a heart is important too, because I don't actually pay attention to any of the shit that's going on around me. I just think it's cool to have friends. <laughs> God, Sora's a dumbass. Such, <laughs> such an idiot. <laughs> it's so. It, Listening to the, the like the podcast about this and like really thinking about it, Sora is so much like Ash Ketchum in the worst ways. Oh, in that Ash no. Ketchum is bad at what he does. Everybody, oh, Ash yeah. Ketchum is not a good Pokemon trainer. He gets by on luck and well, he, like he friendship. forms bonds. Yeah, he forms right. bonds well, with them. Does. He forms bonds with things so that when he has to do something, he ends up getting away from having to do it because God. his friends are like, "We'll handle it for you. Oh, You're too bad at this." Am I- <laughs> Am I Ash Ketchum? No. Well, I don't understand my type matchup, Zach. <laughs> I get by by making my Pokemon fall in love with me, and then they avoid attack. 
But also, and all, but see, that's the thing. You put strategy into that. That is more thought than Ash Ketchum ever <laughs> Ash Ketchum got his first two badges because he ga- made friends with the he made friends with the, 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 gym, the leaders. Fucking gym leaders instead of actually fighting them. True. So you're not right. True. Yeah. <laughs> so right. like Thor's like entire arc across these three games is basically he got thrown into some crazy conspiracy bullshit, and yet his whole process is well. I'm friends with Donald and Goofy, and so far that's worked out for me this time. So he just kind of blunders through every freaking situation. <laughs> oh, man. That's fantastic. Fantastic. <sighs> and awful all at the same time. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, uh, man. But yeah, that's been my week. <laughs> been thinking a lot I mean... about this. I've been thinking about the, a lot about the fact that, like, somehow Kingdom Hearts went from, like, everybody's punching bag to like it just came out and i think the people who were like making fun of it got tired because it had been so many years that they just aren't doing it and the people who are fans of it can't handle the fact that people aren't making fun of it (laughs) because like because like i see people who are like playing it or like thinking about it like people aren't talking about kingdom hearts the way they used to is everything okay with that game it's like (laughs) yeah people aren't making fun of it the way they were yeah because quite frankly we're all at a point in our lives where making fun of kingdom hearts is just not the top of our list yeah no (laughs) i mean i'm sure the reddit still exists somewhere you just gotta go find them people are still talking about it and i like but the thing is like there's also this thing that like the game came out and everybody went into please don't spoil this for me mode yeah yeah. that i think everybody went okay we won't but that also means we can't talk about it anymore it was like radio (laughs) silence yeah now you say that it is a little weird (laughs) it really was like radio silence on kingdom i have i have no idea what i'm going into at the end of this game right now because no one is talking about that's good that's how games should be played yes Except that I need people to talk about it so they can tell me what's going on. Because, quite frankly, I still don't understand where the time travel came in. <laughs> you, yeah. Okay. Like, I understand where the time travel came in. I get canonic, like, I get... I get the time travel. I get where it came from. I haven't quite figured out how it has helped or what it really did to serve anybody's purpose at all, except to explain plot holes. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. I think at some point they were like, how did someone know this before this happened? It's like, well, someone time traveled back there and told them. That's your answer now. I don't know. You, uh, <laughs> there's actually a really funny video called, so this, there's like a, there's a channel and they do like, so this is basically like cartoony things. They're really, really funny. You should watch. So this is basically Kingdom Hearts. And I'm just going to let you know, darkness is replaced by bees. <laughs> so <laughs> you oh, should go watch that. Man. And so this is basically Pokemon. <laughs> Cause they are fantastic. Ugh. Oh god. But yeah, no, I, I I mean I don't play the games and like I kind of have an idea because I've watched the videos, but like I still like, I feel like I have the same amount of knowledge that anybody who plays those games kind of has. You have about the same like, amount of knowledge I have. Yeah. And I have been, like... And you've been I'm playing still, the like, entire series. Yeah. Yeah, except that there's definitely parts of the series where I went, this is this is dumb. I'm, I'm not done. doing this fight anymore. <laughs> Just tell me what these cutscenes are. Which I learned is not out of the ordinary. I felt bad about that until I was listening to one of those podcasts and someone said, well... Here's the problem with the combat in that game. Every time I watch someone try to replay it, they get to a point where they say, "This time, I'm done with this fight. I'm yeah. going to go watch cutscenes and move to the next game now. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, I'm not alone. Yeah, which is crazy. Like, that's, <laughs> it's so weird that that game the is like that. That is so crazy and yeah. bad. Yeah. It's okay in Kingdom Hearts. I'm actually enjoying it in 3. I'm also, again, playing on beginner mode. But it's that same thing. It's a lot like what you're talking about with Resident Evil, is that like, it's... Playing on beginner mode, I actually feel like I'm effective in battle and I'm beating yeah. things up and I'm yeah. fighting and like and so like I can get through fights. The problem is like when I was playing on like just the next mode the normal standard mode, you get to a point where it just feels like you're just button mashing and nothing is happening. Well Can I just say that I was playing on assist mode? I was playing on the easiest mode in, in Resident Evil and it did not feel like I was getting assisted at all. <laughs> and I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> it was what, just aim? I mean, and I would say that like aim assist comes on, but what actually else does it do? I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> I don't think it does. 
other than aim assist, which also did not feel like it was working. <laughs> because, like, I would hold my gun and, like, it would be shaky. And I'm like, I'm not moving. You're not fixed on the target and you're not aiming correctly. You're not helping me, game. Oh, man. But, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. So, I mean, if you just want to enjoy the game and have fun, play on easy mode. Except Absolutely. for Resident Evil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they have an easy mode. They have assisted, but assisted is like, will be really encouraging when you die. Yeah. It just, <laughs> oh, it's so bad. It just, oh, I can't do it. Can't do those games. Kingdom Hearts, I don't know if I could do either, based on what I know of it. I mean, you could. You just, like understand at some point you're just gonna like your eyes glaze over you're like i don't what are you who's, which which Who of the four again? characters which of the four characters living inside this other character that then got split into another character and is in a vessel of another character are we talking about oh because quite God. frankly i don't understand everybody is just body sharing people and are i don't understand yeah. what a heart is anymore <laughs> oh my uh... god <laughs> to talk about Magnum P.I. And that... <laughs> like, oh, that didn't happen. That just did not happen. <laughs> that's, the surprising, that's the most surprising thing to happen. We'll have to listen to it next week. <laughs> Magnum P.I., which I never expected you to do. Well, to be fair, it's the new Magnum P.I. Is it good? I We're love it. Talk about it being good? Okay, well, I that's important. It. I think that's one of the things that CBS All Access actually has on its... Yeah. thing so i might yeah. watch it yeah you should it's fantastic we'll talk about <laughs> it next week trust me <laughs> oh man i mean i got i could talk about like resident evil and lots of tales and all my problems with resident evil forever <laughs> but i got nothing else right now <laughs> yeah i think that's gonna do it for this week um Hopefully we'll get we'll we'll figure out we're gonna figure out streaming Kingdom Hearts three so we'll be able to talk about that more yeah, while we're yeah. playing it. Um, I was just gonna make we've exhausted all of our resources and we have to run away from zombies now. Joke. All of our bullets have been spent. We have no more herbs. <laughs> oh, can we also talk about very quickly? I got something else to complain about Resident Perfect. Evil two. Okay, the way that you word <laughs> there is a note there is a note that explains how the herbs work. In Resident Evil 2, and yeah. the way that it 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 words the blue and red herb combination mm -hmm. sounds like it will permanently raise your health, and instead, what it gives you is a temporary shield. I just want wow. to complain about that because they did not word that correctly, and that I'm symbol. mad. That, that symbol. Is... Yes. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> but anyway, now that that's been, now that I've gotten that off of my chest. That sucks. Um, that really, really sucks. It though. does because it definitely says like, like it definitely just says that oh a red and a red and blue herb mixture will raise your constitution. That's all it says. That's the way it is worded verbatim. For a limited amount of time. It does not say <laughs> one or the other. It just says we'll raise Jeez. your constitution, which to me means we'll give you a, yeah. a health boost. Oh, that's awful. So and that shield, that shield is not even, like, really a shield. That shield is weird, because what it does is it just, like, a little shield emblem pops up, and then there's, like, a little timer, so you can see it running out. And all it really does is, I think, maybe cuts the amount of damage you take. It doesn't, like, take a certain amount of damage for you before you get hit. It oh. just, like, cuts the oh. way the damage hits you or something. I don't know. It's very poorly explained mechanic. Oof, that's a... Maybe that's the shield Devin is talking about. I mean, yes, that, that's the thing. Is that like I don't think so though because he said something about gold. There's nothing gold. Know. There's a little. There's a little badge in the shape of a shield, yeah. and it's silver. I don't so know. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't uh, know what that person was saying. Okay. I'm at. About. I'm. I'm literally at a point in Kingdom Hearts right now where I've got one treasure chest to find in a very large map. So I'm gonna go figure. Awesome. Oh God, it's the worst. <laughs> I'm gonna go figure out where that is. <laughs> oh I like, man! Like, you're just leaving. You're just gonna leave the episode. You're just gonna. You're just like. I need to go get the chest. I'm out. Peace. That was my way of transitioning to the Skype end of the episode. call over. <laughs> That's my. Hand. Boop, boop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So this has uh, been Say Report Junior. Thank you for listening. Um, go play these games that we've been giving roaring 
uh, applause to and roaring reviews to, because um, we we clearly love them. That's the other Zach thing. Zach does. Zach does. I've been does. playing too much. Like Nana. I say this, it sounds like all I do is complain about Kingdom Hearts, and at the same time, I wouldn't be like doing it. this if I didn't enjoy exactly. what I was doing. Exactly. Yeah, it's just our reviews are great. <laughs> Um, no, seriously, go play the games, because I'm sure someone out there will enjoy them. Just not me. Anyways, <laughs> uh, this has been Sarah Report Jr. You can find us on YouTube, uh, at Sarah Report Jr. I believe we are almost caught up with all of our episodes on yes, there. Uh, almost everything rendered. Yep. Um, so I just have to sit down and just upload them, Do which it. will yeah. take a little bit, and then okay. be done. Yeah. So, actually, uh, by the time you all hear this, I forgot that we're a day early so by the yeah. time you all hear this they might actually be up to date um and you can also find us on twitter at say report junior you can also find each of us individually i am at dale's brain and i am at Zerwiski. and uh with that we should all get ice cream and not fight zombies but that ice cream should be sea salt ice cream which yes. i think you've done before you've made that joke damn Have it I? I don't know <laughs> take I it away Liz. yeah that's Go. the best that's the best course of action right now <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Say Report with your hosts, Dale Decker and Zach Sarawick. Please follow the guys on Twitter and Facebook by searching for The Say Report. And you can always subscribe on your podcast channel so this is delivered straight to you and you can enjoy it every week. With apologies to your mother, we'll see you next time.